Greetings. This message is for Bobbit Fan Noise of the Judgment Day Podcast. This is your old friend, Satan, the Lord of Flies. I'm calling in regards to your friend, Han Christian Hollenbeck. A few months ago, you sent him to heaven, and I thought you might want to know that your friend has actually been kicked out and 86 for the time being, and he is actually residing with us on an interim basis. I don't know the real story, but it sounds like he's been spending a lot of time on the lesbian cloud and probably did or said something that is entirely inappropriate. So my recommendation, if you actually want to help your friend, is to reach out and bring him back on the podcast and offer him salvation. Otherwise, as you know, I'm going to be putting him headfirst into a lake of burning fire and bringing him out periodically just to have my demons ejaculate fire ants all over his face. Anyways, really good to speak to you again. I actually look forward to the possibility of you reaching out to me. I'm a bit of a movie buff myself. The Whiskey Reel presents Judgment Day. Listener discretion is advised. The podcast that you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed are merely for comedy purposes. This is your judgment day. We all go a little mad sometimes. What an excellent day for an exorcism. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Time to play. Sultry voice. Sultry voice. Ooh, that's Oh, that's good. That's coming through nice. Yeah. I like that. Dear friends and the saved, welcome back to Judgment Day. Today is salvation. Coming back to this podcast is a very, very special friend. The end of days has come and gone. Many of you have been found worthy. Some have been found wanting. However, we miss all of you. So, on this day, I am offering salvation and a chance to impress the Almighty and, as it turns out, the Dark Underlord. And that's why he's mad at you. Because you don't turn off your fucking ringer. It's unbelievable. I I come (laughs) ill-prepared. I get a voicemail from the Lord of Flies telling me that Hans has been booted out out of heaven. Yeah. And so it's my job to offer him salvation. Buddy, Hans Hollenbeck, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for uh, inviting me back. Yeah, buddy. Anytime. It's always a pleasure to have you here. We've been podcasting together for many years, off and on. Yeah. Yeah. And been friends for much longer. Yeah. Um, God, I don't even know how long. A long time. I don't even remember meeting you for the first I time. It's I don't even feel like a putting distant a number. Blur. I don't want to put a number on it. Nah, that's not. No. Nah. Let's let the listeners at home think that we're just sprouts, you know? Just yeah. new biles. <laughs> we are. I am uh, less of a sprout than you. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got kicked out of heaven. It was a short stint. Uh, they felt like I just didn't fit in up there, I guess, so... Sounds like you crossed a couple of boundaries. Yeah. I don't think the devil put in a good word for me either. Yeah. He seems a little upset with me as well. But um, He's a hard guy to to please, you know? He is the CEO of the underworld, so we do whatever he tells us to do. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, How have you been, buddy? I've been been good, man. It's been a couple months. 
yeah. since we were together. Even with the devil on my on my tail all the time, I, f- I feel good. good. I'm, I'm light and airy. I know. Got kicked out of heaven, but life's still good, you know? I know. Still We've heaven been, on earth right here. We were talking about uh, a boy's vacation. Oh, God. Let's go. I'm yeah. in. I'm ready. It sounds good, man. Um, I had this idea the other day because I'm going to win a Mercedes-Benz. You are. You're uh, locked. Toronto Eon Sprinter Van yeah. from danpatrick.com. I, that's happening. I'm going to yeah, win that. You're in. I'm going to win that in like two weeks. So once that happens, we're going to plan a boys trip somewhere. We're going to drive across country and, uh, you know, introduce ourselves to America. It's about sure. time. Yep. All Let those em- all those America areas know. we don't go to. Yeah. Let America know the, the true bravado that we bring to, to this land. I want to visit some red districts. Ooh. Just see what those people are all about. It's getting fights. Yeah. Oh, getting God. drunk. Oh, I think I'm yeah. too old to get in fights. <sighs> Never too old. That's how you stay young, bro. Yeah. You know? Well, we deal. Got to test yourself. We deal with death on this podcast, and uh, <laughs> that would probably be a good way to experience yeah. it firsthand. Is like put me in some <laughs> county in Alabama, and uh, I'll say something that'll, yeah, that'll will. get me murdered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're going to be a little off color down in Alabama, Mississippi. Maybe tell a fat joke that's just a little too far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first of all, in the South, fat jokes should be exempt from criticism because everyone's fat. That is the fattest group of people that I've ever met. Right. Like in this town, I'm morbidly obese. Oh, you're you're a disgusting a, hunk of man. Just in a this town. beast. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're you're probably like twenty percent body fat. Yeah, that's it, it. I'm probably right around there. But like those people are the exact body fat percentage of a fucking chicharron. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. They look like a big marshmallow that's been melted into a seat. <laughs> oh man, some yeah. pork skins. Yeah, yeah, we'd get in trouble if they could. If they could actually stand and walk to, to fight us, then we'd be in trouble. I used to. Uh, I was stationed in Biloxi, Mississippi, for a short time, and by a short time, I mean almost a year. And <laughs> <laughs> the. I don't know if you've ever been to Biloxi, but it's uh, one of those towns where gambling was legal. Yeah. So they had full-on casinos. They were yes. offshore, but they're, they were full-on casinos. So they had fucking buffets and the whole thing. You know what I mean? And you'd go to these buffets, and these families would walk in, and it was just like a trail of Hindu elephants oh. <laughs> just walking tail to tail. Yeah. It was, yeah, just the fattest fucking people I've ever seen in my entire life. Just a vile parade of debauchery. <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah. letting themselves go. Just one fat little shit at the end in horizontal stripes. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just stretched over his distended belly. <laughs> just grease dribbling down his chin and onto his shirt. Yeah. Only in the it. south do you get people that are 50 pounds overweight but are also completely malnourished. Yep. Because they live on Cheetos and Twizzler oh nibs. <laughs> yeah. I always think of Wally, that movie, um, in the future, and they have all those, the the enactments of what they think oh. people are going to look in the future, look like in the future. Doesn't seem that far off, right? No. 
I think it's spot on. I think it's pretty spot on. I mean, the way it's headed, the trajectory of, of fitness in America, it's... It's swampland shit yeah. in a while, in about a hundred years. Live in a hover chair, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just being fed through a tube, just constantly. It's so obese and so gross. And vile. we almost need a sequel to that movie. I know, because now we could do just like, I mean, Trump people and oh yeah, you know what I mean. So many different tangents to that. Yeah. It could be like we're all trying to save the Proud Boys from dying from COVID because <laughs> they refuse to get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll eat a jelly-filled donut instead of the vaccination. That'll <laughs> yeah, help of them. course, that'll save them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we started off right, Bobby. We're, I know. we're right this on track. No, this is our tart, tight five. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we always do that at it's the beginning. Our warm of up. This is our warm up. A warm-up act. You feel like I feel like you're uncomfortable in that chair. I feel like it's just a little low, but I'm good. I'm yeah, gonna make it work. I think it'll probably raise up. I tried. I feel like the what? the lift things. Okay, I'll swap out with you. No, I'm fine. I'm taller than you. Nah, probably. Oh makes wait, sense there we go. To, I got oh, it. There we go. That's now oh. I'm gold. Oh, did you hear the change in the yeah, timbre you feel of your my voice? voice? Yeah, yeah, I like Ooh. that. Yeah, I just went from like Pee Wee Herman to Barry Manilow on one's one's lift of the chair there. Barry Manilow. <laughs> I guess he's he he has a sultry enough voice, right? He does have a great voice. Yeah, I'm, I I don't I'm not a big fan of yacht rock, but yeah, I'm not a big Manilow fan myself or Pee Wee Herman either. So. I got- <laughs> <laughs> Neither are on a poster on my wall right now. I uh, I love Pee Wee Herman. He did a lot of eccentric things, and I'll, I guess it, really it's just Pee Wee's Big Adventure is that was it's yeah. one of Tim Burton's greatest films. Yeah, that and holds water, we, I guess, yeah, in a weird way. We need to recognize <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, as you guys know, once someone comes on and they are judged, they're sent to heaven, they're sent to hell. But I'm always going to give them an opportunity to come back and impress even more. And Hans was pretty impressive the first time around. I've got a set of 12 new questions that I'm going to be asking this joker. They're tough. They're yeah, tough. This is a tougher set of questions. These are a little more, yeah, I don't know. These are a little more challenging, I think, because um, next level, you're leveling up. Yeah. All right. They're not just softballs anymore that I can hit off the tee. What is the first movie you remember? <laughs> you know, I know it is what it is. I mean, I stole it from someone else. Yeah, you got to taper in, you, you know? Do. All right, Hans Hollenbeck, Christian Hollenbeck. Yeah, Question the right. first. What is the best film that you've ever seen, but you will never watch it again? God damn it. This reminds me of, a, of so many things, but um, I got to say Shawshank Redemption. And there's a reason why. I Ooh, think it's I an amazing movie. It's amazing. Because it's on TBS. Every time. And this but is part of it. This every of hour life. on the hour. Every yeah. second. Every time you turn on TBS, it's on. And let me just prelude this answer to... I dated this girl in high school. I mean, dated is... Uh, yeah, I was about to know. say. That's a stretch. It's, it's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> let's just say I was with this girl. And, and uh, this is the time that Nirvana and Nevermind just came out, right in this area. And CDs were a big thing. This is And I bought this Nevermind CD. 
and it's maybe the second or third CD I'd, I'd ever bought. Yeah. And I, I thought it was cool. I loved it. And they were playing Smells Like Teen Spirit all the time as well. And I was kind of into it. It was cool. And I go on this like road trip with this girl, a day trip, and we're just smoking weed. And I think I had a six pack of like Coors Light or something, you know, something great to impress this girl by. And uh, she sees that I have this Nirvana Nevermind CD, and she plugs it in. And she's just like, "I love Smells Like Steen Spirit." Oh God! And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a great song." And um, we put it in and we played that song and then the second song would come on and honestly I think that the album the, the better part of the album is after that song definitely you know it just gets better and better and, 100% and remember that I'd only listened to this album a few times so far and I'm like anxious to kind of keep hearing the rest of this CD and she just keeps hitting repeat on song number one over oh. and over and, uh, and, I, and I'm like smiling the first 25 times I've heard this song and I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. let's uh, listen to it again you know yeah. <laughs> and then finally I'm just like please that's can you not we've heard this on loop for two hours now straight let's not do this again and she's like playing with me like oh wait that's one more time and then repeats it uh, again and again like playing off of like fucking with me you know? oh so she was horrible she's horrible she's a horrible person yeah. and she's you know the third girl i've ever kissed or you know like we kind of hooked up and you know i don't know what to do and i'm dismissing all these red flags that are just rampantly coming up and finally like so we go to our we go to this like hot springs and then we're, we're coming back and it sure enough smells like teen spirit smells like teen spirit smells like teen spirit over and over. and i'm like hit eject grab the cd throw it out the fucking window yeah and it was one of the it's the best feeling you know 15 bucks in that time to me was a lot of money sure and i was like i just threw away this great cd but there was this fulfilling sensation in me that was just like fuck you bitch now you, you took control no one no one gets to hear this fucking song anymore. you took control of your I took destiny control. I took control. <laughs> and it's the same thing with shawshank it's like for a while i could not escape this fucking movie yeah. even though it was great i have yep. zero qualms against it but now it's like i've watched it 150,000 times i don't get any joy out of this at all yeah you know it's kind of like a pain every time i uh, she, open my eyes she chumba wumba to you she did she chumba <laughs> yeah. one one hit wonders the shit out of it <laughs> chumba wumba all day long baby and i couldn't take it anymore and it was awkward the rest of the hour long ride home she thinks i'm like some raving psycho now that how could you dare do that and yeah. i ruined the whole trip and right. i'm a piece of shit she was showing some heightened self-awareness for sure yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah by just being she, a giant piece of shit oh yeah yeah so it didn't end anywhere god it, i hope she well. listens to this podcast i hope she i want her to learn her lesson Katie. that was her name she's out there <laughs> Hope you're fucking still listening to that goddamn. What was song, her last Katie. name? What's her name on Facebook? Is she uh, married? I don't even. What's remember. her What's her maiden Katie name? Katie Williams. Right? <laughs> She's fucking so vanilla, so just butter. I'm gonna. She's friend, margarine. I'm gonna friend her up just to troll <laughs> yeah, her. Please. Yeah, it's Let's terrible. see how she's doing. I'm sure she's done well. I actually think that's a really good answer. I I I mean I don't have any strong convictions about Shawshank Redemption, but I also don't have any conviction about watching it. 
yeah ever again either yeah i mean i we get it yeah we know what that movie it. is it was a great movie it's great i still think it's awesome i don't know if it's still it was the like imdb top movie i think so like top audience score of all time for like 20 fucking years yeah yeah people love that movie and it's a good great movie honestly i might give it a replay now that i've gotten more into film and like editing and know how they do cuts and just the streamlined you know essence of a movie yeah yeah and, and know how that you know a movie has tempo and some movies are their tempo is wrong and some movies it's like a it's like an orchestra it's beautiful yeah and so i would maybe look at it again just as a, on a technical side sure. just because i know it's such a masterpiece um just to kind of like critique it in that in that realm i think that people forget that was a stephen king story it is yeah yeah and there's and a Frank lot of Darabont cool. kind of became the Stephen King Stephen King adaptation guy, like because he did like yeah, Green Miles, right. a Stephen he King did. story, The Mist, and there's a, a lot Stephen of cool King stories story. about like Stephen King still has the check that that guy wrote him um, for the screenplay or oh, whatever it was, it. yeah, the option to buy it. the option, and he never cashed the check or something like that. There's a lot of cool stories about Shawshank, but and I mean it's it's obviously such a cult classic and it's it's a fabulous film i can't really i think you need to take a beat you need to take a break from it yeah that's what you need i'm on like a 10-year hiatus from it already so just trying to stay sober from it (laughs) cable cable channels like tbs ruin movies for people very very quickly one of the jaws is one of my favorite movies but it's like jesus christ how many times do i have to watch the last two-thirds of jaws Yep. You know what I mean? Just because it's on. Yeah. And and please do yourselves a favor. If you have cable, just erase it. Shut it down. <laughs> cancel your subscription. Yeah, take a beat. Yeah. Great answer, Hans Christian Hollenbeck. Hope, hope so. Question the second. What film do you think is completely overrated? This is going to catch me a lot of heat. Oh, all right. Um, with the wife at home, she loves this film. With pretty much everyone... I think in okay. the world, Harry Potter suck my balls. Harry Potter. <laughs> so, like, do you, do you just apply that universally? Yeah, all the Harry Potter uh, films, the books. You know, I've tried to read them. There's nothing inherently evil or bad about it or anything like that. I don't think that. I just don't think it's all that. I think it's overrated, and yeah. people jerk off to that shit every day. And I'm just like, wow, no. Not for me. I mean, I really, I enjoyed the books. I enjoyed the, the first couple of movies are pretty terrible. Like, very kids movie kind of stuff. Yeah. They took on a darker tenor yep. as it went along. Um, and the books became longer. And, lo- I mean, by the end of it, Rowling was writing like 1,200 page, you know, just war and peace epics about right. little kid wizards. Yeah. And they were good. But I get that. And, and I can't say that I've seen all of them or that I've read all the books because I – and I've tried, I, but I just keep giving up. I'll yeah. watch half the movie. I'm like, fuck. Well, suicide time for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about the – only the, way out. <laughs> think about the, the wording of this question. It's like what is overrated and like people – almost have a religious affectation when it comes to Harry Potter. Yeah. Like there are people that want to live in that world. There are people that basically 
write fan fiction and cosplay in that world and that's the world they want to live in is yeah. like wizards and muggles and all oh, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like showing up to cosplay conventions with a fuck you Star Wars sign on or something, you know, it's, you're going to get some heat. Yeah, you might catch hands <laughs> if I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing I've ever seen was at um, uh, Denver Comic Con. I was standing outside in line, and this this car full of bros goes by, and there's they're not, all they're not little nerdlings. They're like, all these like Star Wars people. Oh, they are. And this nerdlings. is, I think, the year when um, Force uh, uh, Awakens. Had okay. come out, so everybody was dressed up as Ray yeah. and and Kylo Ren and the whole yeah. thing. So this car goes driving by. It's all these bro dudes, and they just they just lean out the window. This is actually so clever. They're just all like, "Star Trek sucks." <laughs> <laughs> And dude, these fucking all these. It's not fucking Star, Star Trek. <laughs> Star Wars, you asshole. Oh, it was it was fucking great. great. Oh man, yeah. it was one of my favorite moments ever. And I'm one of them. I'm one of the Star Wars yeah. nerds, but I'm just dying. Like that is fucking funny. I mean, I think that there's a point when you can go too far. You know. It's, it's cool to appreciate artwork and such great storytelling or whatever it may be. But once you start putting tattoos on your forehead or, you know. Sure. I mean, uh, yeah. All these different things that these crazy fuckers I'm do. also a live and let live kind of guy. I mean, if, yeah. if it's something that makes you happy, then be right, happy. Right, right, But let's be honest. Are yeah. you happy? Yeah. Are you just some incel that fucking is in the basement watching Star Wars? Right. And looking for nuance and things that don't really deserve it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. Yeah. It's like, we take things way too seriously. Yeah. This is sure. an easier one, Hans Hollenbeck. Thank Question God. the third. What is your favorite action film? This could be controversial, but I don't think it is. Bobby, I didn't think this was an easy one. Oh, okay. Um, well, there's a lot. Because there's so much. And yeah. I grew up on action films. Even like, I wanted to say Steven Seagal films at first, because those were like the first times that I was like, yeah, punch him, yeah. fucking hit him and crack his arm, yeah, break his arm over um, your knee, yeah, sweet. The first one was Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill, or yeah. they all had blood, three, maybe, or something like they that. They all had like three words in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to Kill, Down to Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lick my balls yeah. with Steven Seagal. Fuck the police. <laughs> but... Um, I look back and some of those just don't really hold water. Yeah, you know, they don't. most of the Steven Seagal they ones don't. you can pass right over now. Um, Bruce Willis, like the Die Hard, I think are cool. It's hard to argue against Die Hard. I mean, I want to just almost say Die Hard as a series is just maybe the most epic in general action series. But I'm gonna go. I like to. I like to throw curveball, curveballs back at you, Bobby. Sure. Um, I watched this movie lately. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's everything, everywhere, all at once. And I know that that might not technically be considered an action movie, but there's action sequences in it. Um, yeah. And I think it's just a mind fuck of a movie, and it's cool. And I think it will hold water for a long, long time. Um, yeah. As just a 
as a masterpiece of dialogue and good movie action, well, all these different elements have thrown into this. I will definitely accept that answer. It's one of my favorite movies of the last like 10 years. I agree. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Probably a lot of people wouldn't necessarily classify it as an action movie, but right. come on, dude. I know. Some of the action sequences are that's goddamn... super cool. Where it's beating people up with a fanny pack and shit. Yeah. It's like, that's rad. Michelle and, Yao. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, and, all-time action star. Yep. She's she, an action star. She's in, in all those, you know, what was it? Um, I mean, most famously, I guess, Crouching Tiger. Crouching, Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was in Tomorrow Never Dies, that one Bond oh, film right. with Pierce yeah. Brosnan. She's the only good part of that movie. God, you're right. You're yeah. such an encyclopedia on this yeah. shit. I love it. No, I um, love her. Yeah, she's great. And that's part of the why I was like... I think I can get away with with using this as my answer. Cause well, that's timely because I actually think that's probably... I think it's going to win Best Picture. I hope so. I think it's great. Oh, I do I was too. blown away. And, I, you know, lately these I cried movies, my little eyes out for the last 30 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Um, Just weeping. <laughs> and honestly, when I look over your, uh, your questions here, part of it is like... A theme for me is that I'm always continually looking for originality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have a lot of remake questions in here. And, and like, for me, that's just the cheesy Hollywood fucking way out. Oh, they already created this recipe. Let's just fucking copy it and copy it and copy it again. And we'll make money. It's a a no miss. You know, they already hit a home run with it. So it's like we might as well go for it again. Pretty standard practice. Yeah. yeah. And and that movie... It's about as original as it gets. It is. Like, it catches on to the whole multiverse thing that's going on, like, with the Marvel movies and all that. Yep. But it, it approaches it from such a unique, um, heartfelt, smart fucking perspective. Right. You know what I mean? And ultimately, it's just about family. Yeah. It totally is. It's a family drama. It is. And we all have families, and we all have drama with our families, mostly, you know, and shit happens. Um, we lose people. We fight with people. We love people. These are the people we love that yeah. we have, you know, an eternal bond with. And that is the story of this movie. It and is. I mean, it, it's so great on so many levels that I'm like, I had to say something about this movie. It just I'm glad you did. popping up in, I think it's into my fabulous. Head. Yeah. I mean, I could have. And then Die Hard. Let's go second with Die Hard as a generic kind of answer. But if that can get me back into heaven, that'd be great. No, you're doing fine. Okay. I want to get back in that lesbian cloud in heaven. That was a little heart music playing. That was the sweet spot. Dude, that's a bitch get, get kicked out of there, man. Yeah. I was having fun drinking some white Zinfandels, yeah, uh, hanging out. Lilith Fair footage, <laughs> Indigo Girls. Uh, oh, I love to generalize stuff. about lesbians. Um, <laughs> my lesbian friends love it. Yeah, they do. Question the fourth, Hans Hollenbeck. I like this question. What movie would you show to a new partner as sort of a test? And this is uh, another, this one brings up bad memories for me in a weird way it triggered me i'm not even i'm not even triggered ever okay um go on so i dated another girl this is let's skip ahead 10 years (laughs) post-college um and she was super cool i thought she was great and uh 
she's like, hey, I'm going to wine and dine you. I'm going to cook you dinner, you know, nice dinner. And I want to, I saw this movie lately. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And it, at this time, it was a movie that just came out. And she's like, I'm going to show you this movie. And if you like the movie, I think that we're compatible. And I'm like, whoa, this is kind of heavy, you know, like, and she's like, don't worry. It's, it's a comedy. And it's okay. not like, you know, she's, she's trying to kind of like alleviate the situation a little bit, you know, cause she saw on my face, like, okay, this, this chick's a little psycho, yeah but yeah, I had a good time. We had some wine and then she pops in my big fat Greek wedding and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I'm trying to keep a straight face cause this movie is so fucking bad. And Ooh, I think, I think yeah, to it's myself, bad. it's bad. like, why would you put all of your focus on a relationship on the hinging of if someone's going to like this movie or not. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'm glad I, I don't like this. They loved that movie. They loved it. It was crazy. And I mean, so I was kind of forced with this question or faced with this question 20 years ago or whatever it was, 15 years ago. Um, So when I think of, retaliation and, and putting it back out to the women if I was if I was to be if I wasn't happily married to an amazing woman um, and I was out dating someone or if I had to test someone on a movie I would it it's true like you kind of have to fuck with them a little bit but I would probably go with like a Terrence Malick movie and oh. see if because there's not a lot of dialogue and it's something different and it's visually appealing, but it could I could see it being super boring to yeah. Oh, yeah. a lot of people. Um, uh, they don't get the depth of it, maybe. Yeah. Do you have one in mind? Uh, maybe. I liked Tree of Life. I liked that movie. Yeah. I thought it was weird. I'm not going to lie. God, for some reason, really loves Days of Heaven. Oh, yeah, as a, of course. As, yeah. A, as a Malik film. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the devil likes Thin Red Line. Oh, loves yeah. it. That's loves right. it of so course just just saying i'm just, just dropping contrast hints. there i like thin red line but i wouldn't use that as like a test that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot i don't even still know if i like yeah. that movie it's days of so, heaven at least has so a weird core love story to so it tough. and yeah 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 um, i mean just the visual life's a great movie though um and I don't walk away from Terrence Malick movies saying like, "Oh my God, I watched an, uh, another amazing masterpiece." I think that it's just visually cool. Oh yeah, they're beautiful. And if you can just sit there, kind of in peace and being alone, and just watching, you know, visually appealing sure. se- sequences, you know, you've you've got my heart, Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. I think the first Malick film I saw was probably Badlands. Yeah, uh, I remember Martin seeing Sheen. that. Yeah, yep. that's a great fucking movie. And I, I never really liked it back then. Now I've watched oh, it a couple more yeah. times, and it's, it's better. Fabulous. Yeah. But it's it's maturity. That's what comes down to is like we all grow. We our our tastes change. You know, obviously, yeah. I liked Steven Seagal back in the nineties. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even light that shit on fire and use uh, propane to do it. You know. <laughs> It's like, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I hated those movies back then. but uh, yeah. I hated them now. And I, I loved them back then, but that shows you we can Yeah, but you were younger. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they were Impressionable. Cool. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, I like it. Question the fifth, Hans. What is the greatest sequel of all time besides 
The Empire Strikes Back. And I don't even think, and you're not going to like this, Bobby, I don't think Empire Strikes Back is the greatest sequel. I think The whole question is hyperbole. I know. But <laughs> I had to say that. Um, it's up there. But I think it's very this, hipster. This is so easy. This is a home run, and I I would be doing myself an, an injustice injustice if I if I did not say Terminator Two. Okay. Um, I think this has come up on this podcast. I know it has. Yes. I think it's the greatest sweet sequel of all time. Really? I don't even believe in sequels in general. Like I just said, I think that. Um, it's Hollywood trying to just milk every last ounce, last ounce of... of I w- I'll say this. I don't even think it's the best sequel that James Cameron has directed. Terminator 2? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, he's made a better sequel. Avatar Way of Water? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, James Cameron directed Aliens. That's true. He did. That's so true. To put it in almost a mathematical perspective, I don't think Terminator 2 was better than Terminator by an order of magnitude the way that Aliens was better than Alien. Well, this is interesting. This is interesting. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Just proportionality. Yeah, that's tough because let's let's delve into this a minute. Okay. Um, We have time. Yeah, yeah. Th- these two are magnificent, um, s- like sequels. They're they're magnificent. They're the storyline. E- either way, the Terminator and Alien storyline is amazing. It's you know, it's the stuff of comic books. It's it's yeah, it's it's yeah. heart wrenching shit. It's so good. It never goes stale. Like you can use Predator, you can use Alien, you can use Terminator. These are just like iconic kind of fictional yeah. things that are they have weight. Um, Terminator was a good movie. Alien was a good movie. They're not. They didn't blow my socks off when I first saw either of those. Now, Well, think sequels, about both those films. Um, they're horror films. They're both horror films. They're both horror films. Well, sorry, yeah, I didn't action, mean to interrupt. I would say yeah. action on Terminator, horror on horror action oh, on Alien. Terminator's Jason Voorhees. He just walks around unstoppable and kills people. I think it's, it's more a horror action movie, now. dude. Really? Mm-hmm. You think so? I think so. I'll, yeah. I'll die on that hill. Okay. It's definitely more of a horror film than Terminator 2. It is. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'll Terminator 2 becomes more of an action adventure. Aliens becomes straight fucking action. Oh, my I mean, God. it's just like one of the great action movies of all time. Both of the, it's like both of those movies were there just so their sequel could be made because Aliens and Terminator 2 are just so above and beyond what those first two movies yeah. were. You're right. Like, and I will kind of agree with you that the margin is bigger on the alien side, but I think that Terminator 2 as just a movie that by itself um, is, for me, it's so interesting. And like we talk about AI and and it's still something that I think about yeah. to this day of like how in depth are we indebted to AI every day? We're all on our screens. Mm-hmm. We're all... There's there's electronics around us every second, everywhere you look. Um, I think it's Absolutely. a long game. I don't I don't think that 
AI is going to look like Terminator 2 and they're going to be shooting lasers at us in a robotic exoskeleton. They're, it's going to be a long game and the computers are winning. They're going to slowly integrate themselves more and more into our lifestyles. Sure. And at some point, we're going to be non-human. We're going to just be organic batteries yep. for them, you know? Well, I will absolutely accept Terminator 2 as an answer. Thank you. Long-time uh, listeners know that that's not one of my favorite movies. So okay. I'll record that demerit. But I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally here to pleasure you the no, entire no, time. I, no, no, I'm this is not that's not what this is about. I want your answers. Yeah. Um uh, Terminator 2 vessel. to me is a uh uh, why don't what don't what don't you like about that movie so much? I don't like the entire middle hour and a half. <laughs> so 80% of the movie. 80% of the movie I think is boring and very uninteresting and just it becomes it becomes a family drama okay in the midst of the two like the beginning sequence with the the semi and the ending sequence uh, at Skynet are two of the finer action set pieces that you'll ever see and then in the middle we're just teaching the Terminator how to be an adorable stepfather yeah and not kill everyone. I find it yeah. really exhaustingly boring. Okay. Yeah. For that okay. that whole middle section when they go to Mexico and the whole thing. Um, but it it definitely I get why people love it. Yeah. I do. I, I, I don't have beef with people that love it. I get it. Right. I just don't. I actually prefer the first film. I think the first film is tighter, leaner, and really? scarier. And huh. yeah, it's just a simpler concept. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that's why I bring up Aliens because I think Aliens was his. That's his best film, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a great film. I mean, you talk about a movie that just fucking takes a concept and flips it on its flips its flips it on its head, but still maintains a, a certain vibe from the first film. Yeah, great sequel. Well, I will say that Aliens carried on stronger. I think that the movies that were made after Aliens... Oh, the Terminator series sequels are so fucking went, bad after that. It just spiraled the Woo! shit. Oh and don't get me wrong, the Alien movies haven't been great. I liked that... What was it? Alien with... with um, uh, the the little guy on, the, on his back. It's I can't remember all the actors' names. Oh, God. I don't know um, which one that is. The alien gets sucked out. It's like Alien Requiem. Or oh, Resurrection. Or Resurrection. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that one's a trip. That's great. That's that my favorite the, alien. The Junot, I think. Yeah, the Junot brothers did that one. Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking trippy movie. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Like that was weird, my favorite. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's my wow. favorite one. Aliens is close. I've never aliens heard that before. really amazing. I like that. But, yeah. I'm going to mark that down as well. Yeah. Like uh-huh. Alien Resurrection better than Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I need to, I'm gonna learn have to come how to up with shut a, my mouth. I'm going to have to come up with another concept for this podcast now. Because now I'm going to have to actually get you out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> or I thought you were going to like murder me on set right here. Right, like, well, I can't take that. Let cross, me do this for you. Cross my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a fun one. Question the sixth, Hans Hollenbeck. What film did you used to love, but now you just find it completely inappropriate? Creepy, even. <laughs> it could be inappropriate for any reason. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if you ever watched uh, VHF with um, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I haven't seen that in years, I though. know. And I loved that movie growing up. I thought it was so quirky and funny and cool. I did, too. And I watched it probably a year ago. And I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible. So when you say, when we're talking inappropriate, is it just the quality of the film is bad? The quality of the film. I bet it is. There isn't like off color stuff. There's a little bit. Well, Michael Richards was in it. Michael Richards. That's So he's already, already off color. Just Just dropping in words. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that would be it. Um, It's also tied with Tropic Thunder, which I think it is a movie I still love to this day but it's wildly inappropriate. They couldn't make that movie today, I don't think. Um, they could make VHF today, but they couldn't I make I wonder, Tropic I've thought Thunder. about, I, I, I go back and forth on Tropic Thunder for obvious reasons that movie makes fun of certain Black populations. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> disabled. <laughs> but there's also an argument to be made for that movie that it satirizes uh, Hollywood for being so offended about things that they've done for generations. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? Which is kind of what it's the whole point of that movie, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jack, that character, uh, and yeah. Robert, I mean, slow Jack, slow whatever. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm laughing already. It's yeah. funny. It's, it's hilarious. Funny. And it's hilarious. Every time I watch it, yeah. um, I think, movies like blazing saddles kind of loses its because it's all about shock value i felt like it was back in the day it's just like they're throwing n-words around and they're trying to just be as blatantly out outlandish as they can be yeah i didn't think tropic i thought tropic thunder was deeper so i like those movies that kind of you know they're they are satirizing a lot of this stuff they're making fun of the things that are happening by doing the same things. It has a way of making fun of its own system. Right. Which I think exactly. is really cool. Yep. And pretty smart. And all those guys are obviously like huge ballers when it comes to yeah. being in Hollywood. I yep. mean, and Tom Cruise, of course, is in it. Oh, you had to say that. It's pretty good. I mean, don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Slight mention. Uh, we hate to be negative, Hans. Question the seventh. We have to do it. What is the worst movie that you've ever seen? <laughs> or just what is your least favorite movie? However you want to frame it. Um, so, so many bad movies. Um, and you're going to hate me for this. Okay. It's probably John Wick. And I know I, I see your eyes right now. They're, if I can I'm gonna, explain your eyes to people. <clears throat> I think... Think. And this is the time on the whiskey we roll. We take a break. <laughs> and Bobby goes and smokes a cigarette to get his shit together. <laughs> um, I can't say it's the worst movie, so I'll hold back on that, I guess. Uh, there's so many just wretched movies, and sure. it's not one of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple that are worse than John Wick. But I just think that <laughs> it's um, overplayed. They're trying to... It's, what, the fourth sequel now with John Wick? It's like, how mad can you be? Your dog died. I get it. it it's heart heart wrenching. Okay. But do you have to kill the entire nation that you're, you know to make up for your puppy being murdered or whatever happened or thrown out the window or whatever? I mean, whatever it was. Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> in general, I get it because people are 
dastardly creatures and oftentimes worse off than the animals are. Sure. So I get that. Um, but for me, like Keanu, he's not like, I think he's done some great movies. I think the matrix is amazing. Um, and we'll get that's in one of my answers later. Uh, but he's not like a, to me, he's not an action guy. He's not a guy of like really any artistic merit in general. Okay. I liked Constantine. I liked Matrix movies somewhat. I love the first Matrix, but um, he's just kind of a filler, I think. Okay. And so when it's kind of like a Nicolas Cage is when you um, throw him into this level of like superstardom it it doesn't make sense to me okay um the wicker man was going to be another movie that i think is absolutely ridiculous and terrible which would have been a a better choice for you way better answer (laughs) (laughs) i like to kind of create a diversion and then the the real bombs over here i i mean i can't help but feel like i'm being trolled just a little bit a little bit that's okay um, no, hey, the John Wick films are designed to be cartoonish and over the top. They're not going to appeal necessarily to everyone. Right. You know what I mean? And they didn't appeal to me at all. So yeah. you got that. They got that part right. Hey, <laughs> I get it. Um, I just, you know, for me, it's maybe leave it at one on that. You know, like yeah. how much dial is is the dialogue really good no is the plot line really like evolving no i don't i think it's the same plot that you're gonna see in john wick as well, you're seeing in john wick one i mean to be fair in john wick two he's just trying to get his car back it has nothing to do with his dog oh see you know i missed I mean? it yeah yeah I feel I, like and i'm really attention. only focused on john wick because i totally dismissed the rest of the the whole charade i get it i get it i understand so I know I'm going to hell now for I got, just that answer. <laughs> no, that is not true. You, your answers have been really solid so far. I'm, like, I'm not. I mean, is it a one strike we might, deal? Is we it might, a three strike deal? We might revisit that one. Yeah. Um, I, question the eighth. We have to move on because yeah, I'm, you're gonna you're gonna kill me. I get I'm it. having a I'm having a moment. Uh, question the eighth, Hans. What is a movie that you watched only to make someone else happy? Um, there's a couple of these too. Okay, cool. I got to go with the all-time favorite, and this one's for a shout-out to my wife. I do think that Titanic is a good movie, but she absolutely adores that thing. That was my answer. And, <laughs> was it? See? Oh, no, no. My answer Getting was actually your, Fried Green Tomatoes. Your warm heart again. Oh, Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. Yeah. 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 She loves Titanic. She loves Titanic. She has books on, like, you know historical books on the sinking of the titanic and she's got her own like conspiracy theories around titanic and it's cool we've we've gone to the titanic like exhibition in vegas and you know all that cool stuff but like i'm not into it i'm not that i think it was i think it's a cool movie um i think that it was well done but and Let's leave it at that. I think that it doesn't go farther than that. It, it was very su- professionally made. It was. And they put a lot of time into it. And there's good performances and, in it. And the plot is great. I think the story, how they integrated <sighs> modern things into how yeah. you don't love it. but That movie is 
exhausting. It's exhausting. That's a good word for it. Yeah. It's it, like, yeah. Uh, it's a it's whole too fucking much. thing. I don't, I don't, I cannot wrap my head around that movie. Like, yeah. Like I can't. The either. love and the joy that it brings people. I, know. I just don't get it, man. I know. I, that movie just, I fucking hate that fucking movie. Yep. Wow, man. I, we are bringing up James Cameron a lot. I, I like know. it. That's okay. Well, He's an important filmmaker for our for people of our. Well, I'm older than you, but he's risen to a big magnitude in in our cinematic world. Yeah, I mean, he's been responsible for some of the biggest movies of all time, some of the most influential movies of all time. Totally. You know, I mean, it's hard to do a movie podcast and not eventually get around to James Cameron. Yeah. You know, you could do. A, we did the Tom Cruise cast, the Tom cast. Yeah. You could do a Cameron a James, cast. James Cameron cast. There's no about, doubt about it. I mean, That's, he's got enough important movies. He totally does. And range and depth, and it's it's all there. I don't think he's really had any misses. I mean, you're the encyclopedia, I'm sure, oh, no, back in his earlier days. Yeah. <laughs> um, We've already discussed really Terminator 2. That movie sucks. And then <laughs> Avatar 1 and 2 are both dog shit. Uh, so I think Avatar, we, no. but you got to have... A little credit to Avatar 1. It's trying to create a new genre of movie making. So, it is. You know, no, you're going to break some eggs. Part. You're going to break some eggs when you're making an omelet. I get that part. You're trying new shit out. People aren't going to love it. But I saw the first Avatar in theaters in 3D, and I was kind of blown away. Yeah. I, I look at it now, and I'm like, eh, pile of shit. But, yeah. When I first saw it in the theater, I was like, oh, this is a whole different element of how we watch movies. And I, can, I have to give him credit for that. I can separate a movie that I don't identify with from a movie that I think is just horseshit. And yeah. I think Avatar is a movie I can't identify with. I can't either. I find it narratively kind of boring. and yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it seemed very familiar. It did. You know what I mean? It's like, it oh, okay. I, I get this movie. I've seen it. Yep. I've seen Last Samurai. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing. Same fucking story. I know. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Well, it's the, jo- it's the Joseph Campbell hero with a thousand faces or 10,000 faces. They use that same recipe a lot of, you know, they use it in Star Wars and they use it in Harry Potter. Sure. It's just, Certain yeah. people of color and indigenous populations would call that the white savior syndrome. Totally. All the same. It's <laughs> all. That's it all what Avatar back. kind of really yeah, is. Yeah, it really is. You know, but eh, whatever. I'm not going to delve into that too. Yeah. I just thought it was boring. Honestly. It's shit. Yeah. But it's got cool visuals. So it's an amazing go. visual movie, yep. obviously, and I would never poo-poo on that. With 3D glasses on, that shit looks three-dimensional. Question the ninth, Hans. What is a film that you have not seen, but you think it's fucking crazy that you haven't seen it? Oh, man. This is this was the one that stumped me, because it's like, how... Yeah. When when people are like, you got to see this movie, I usually go and see this movie. Um, gotcha. So it's like, um, I th- I think I came up with They Live as a movie that I've seen snippets of, and it's kind of out there, and I should probably watch it as being like a horror. So you've never just seen They Live? I've never seen it. And I know that it's kind of the basis on many like weird cultish horror movies. That's the best answer I could come up with. Because I, I can't really... That is fucking crazy. Yeah. Question of the 10th. What film remake do you think is actually complete shit? This is uh, so easy. Is it? There's so many. There's so many. And I want to I just And they're almost generalize. all bad. This is a 
this is my gift. I, can I say, <laughs> with the exception of like ten films, that they're all all the remakes are shit. Pretty can much. I, is, I that mean, a, is that an okay there's a, answer? There are a handful of really great remakes that I would argue, and that's for. what I'm saying. Yeah. I like we touched on Aliens and even T2. I think it could be arguable. Um, there, I I went to the Matrix on this, but that's um, a sequel. Oh, uh, you're right. That's a sequel, not a. I, I wasn't that's, thinking. Yeah. Because I was thinking. now I will say this. Right. Uh, what was it? Matrix. In my head, I had it. Resurrections sequel or, yeah, that yeah, was okay. that was. But it was almost kind of a reimagining. I I almost look at that movie like a remake. Okay. It's a reimagining of the first film. I mean, obviously, it carries on different narr- that like narrative threads from the prior characters. Yeah. But it's like remaking the Matrix, but with Trinity as the primary yep. hero. She's the protagonist yeah. now, and it's not Neo. Yeah. And that's the twist to that movie. Yeah. So they're basically just remaking The Matrix. Well, as I said earlier, if you're making a remake, it means that you're not trying hard enough, I think. I think that you're... They were ubiquitous in the horror genre. You know what I mean? So like, they remade Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they remake Evil Dead, and they remake Friday the 13th, and they remake... You know what I mean? Like, There's yeah. so many fucking bad ones. And honestly, this question is just... I don't even give a fuck what your answer is. Okay. Because I think most remakes are dog shit. I agree. And I, I just couldn't come up with something that's and, like... Yeah. But I do have an asterisk to this question. Okay. Um, because I want to flip it. There's a movie that I want to be made. Well, that's the next question. What is it? Question the 11th. Yeah. What film do you want to be remade, Hans? And, and I don't want it to be remade. I want it to be made singular, like no remake. Okay. And that, this is what I'm talking about. So um, when I think about amazing things, things that are objectively awesome, these are things that are both appealing to young people as well as old. Um, you know, they're powerful, they're philosophical, um, they're deep, but on the surface it seems very surfacey, very plain yeah. and simple. Um, I think my all-time favorite book is Calvin and Hobbes, and I know that's crazy, oh. but I always wonder why there's never been any kind of Calvin and Hobbes. There never has. There has never. And I know it's Bill Watterson. He's like, fuck everybody. You're not going to exploit this. I bet that he's said nay to anyone that's ever tried to make a movie or a TV series or even just an animation of Calvin and Hobbes. You'll never see anything but the actual literature of Calvin and Hobbes. And I think that those are the greatest books. I grew up on them. Okay. Not only is the Me artwork too. phenomenal and the storylines and even like, you know, a newspaper segment can be so powerful in three panels. Yeah. It's a story and it's just deep and it's overwhelming, but it's simple. It's a kid and his fucking stuffed tiger. How crazy can it be? But it's like mind blowing. Yeah. And I never 
understood why there's not. More. Yeah, why would they just do like an animated show? Like, right? You know what I mean? Show, a live. Uh, I mean, a live action could. Would be you cool. Would you rather see it live action or just animated? I well, think I'd like to see it animated. Well, I would like to see all of it, but I would want to see it good. You know, I, I this is this is the scary part of like, I don't want. Michael Bay to do a fucking Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. You know, I don't it, it ruins it all. Then yeah. the whole I have to burn the books yeah. and I have to, you know. I know. I just have to rethink my whole childhood and upbringing. Um, I know it's weird. It's we're so talking about Calvin and Hobbes, but I I'm, I like it because I think it's a property that should be elevated. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I agree with. But also, maybe it's perfect the way it it's, is. It is perfect. Because it really you, is. I mean, how it's got so much heart. More perfect than that. It's full of heart. It's full of innocence. Yeah. It's full of imagination. It's full of wonder. God, yeah. you know what I mean. All of it. And, and the art also is just so hilarious. hilarious. And he's going. It's to been co-opted by. It's been co-opted by rednecks, so they oh, can yeah. pee on Fords. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Which is unfortunate. That's but, right. Yeah. There has been stickers on the back of, yeah, F-150s that are... Yeah, there's a few here in that's town. That's the only kind of tangent off Calvin and Hobbes that we ever, we've yeah. ever seen. It's these fucking huh. Calvin pissing on something. Now you got me thinking about it. Yeah. I like and, that. And that's the one thing here that I'm like, fuck a remake. Do something. If you could do justice to the cinematic Just, world. Yeah, right. If you could make a great Calvin and Hobbes movie. Has there ever been like a film that you've seen that you you liked it? You liked the concept, you liked the idea, but you didn't necessarily like the execution. And I think that's so many really times. that's the point of this question, really. Right. And I like your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it. No, I agree. But I like I brought up when I was asked this question, um, I brought up The Last Starfighter. Great concept, great ideas, great little universe. I just, yeah. I thought the execution was lacking. Yep. How cool would it be to have something like that remade? Right. You know what That's I mean? That's cool. That's um, another one I thought of was Reign of Fire with Christian Bale and Matthew oh, McConaughey. Yeah. Love the idea. Yeah. Love the mythology. I just think that movie should have been more. You're and on it, point. And. I guess you could sequelize it. Yeah. But you could start fresh. I love the idea I, behind it. I do it. too. There's so many good ideas. Yeah. And then that are just poorly drawn yeah, out. You get the wrong director, yeah. not enough production value maybe. I think that's yeah. the case. And that's kind of the point Star of that Fighter. question yeah. ultimately is just something that wasn't executed the way you thought it should have been executed. Honestly, half of the movies or the books that I read. Yeah it kind of ends up being like that it's like yeah. oh this is a great storyline or a great idea right. oh yeah this is cool and I'm shaking my hands I'm like, like G.I. Yeah. Joe Resurrection or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is gonna be awesome we're gonna see some titties and some violence oh, you definitely needed more titties <laughs> And no, no titties. The Zero titties. Subpar. Yeah, it was subpar. Yeah, it's CGI violence. Never watched another G.I. Joe movie after that. Ruined it for me. <laughs> oh, Hans Hollenberg, you've been great. Question the 12th. And this is basically like, what is your favorite movie? Yeah. Given a chance to be saved, what film would you present to the Lord hoping that he shares your horrible taste? And in, in, I don't know if I've... 
I feel like we've talked about this movie. I can't remember if it was on the last podcast. Um, I would try and touch upon the heartstrings of whoever's judging me. I guess uh, St. Peter, the devil, or God himself. Sure. Um, And the one movie that still kind of gets me a little teary-eyed is Benjamin Button. I don't know why. Okay. Okay. Softy Hans movie. Um, I can't definitively say that it's even my favorite movie of all time. I would say that it's in my top ten, maybe. Maybe I get get why that would be relevant, though. Yeah, but you know, there's something Fincher. It is a David Fincher. Yeah, and kind of a weird departure for Fincher. Yeah, he went from seven to fucking Benjamin. Yeah, just mostly serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like that's his yeah, thing. Zodiac Seven. Do you uh, ever wonder what Panic Room? I guess was. I wonder what David Lyncher's Lin- David David Lyncher. Wow, Ooh, David we got David Lynch and Fincher together. Yeah, that was Freudian. Um, I wonder <laughs> what Fincher's house is like. And does I, what, he? I wonder. Does what he have Lynch's a murder house, room? What's David Lynch's house look Ooh, like? Ooh, I, I guarantee he has a murder room. Yeah, it's yeah. way weird and weird than Fincher's house. When you hire a contractor and you're like, "I need a soundproof basement," right? <laughs> Can you make the pool red so it resembles a pool of blood? Is that cool? <laughs> no, I like Benjamin Button. Um, I, I I've only seen that movie the one time, but not because that's not intentional. I'm not avoiding it. Yeah. It's just something that hasn't really come up again. But I, I really remember enjoying that film a lot. Well, well, to touch on it, it was an F. Scott Fitzgerald yeah. story and idea, and I think that the movie actually goes above and beyond and really evolves to create this kind of magnificent opus. Whereas the F. Scott Fitzgerald is just like, hey, it's a cool idea. I'm going to yeah. write it down. Um, but it is taking a great idea of this someone that's young, but they look old and they're reverse yeah. aging. Right. I like that whole idea. It's very um, cool. And then there's like a point where they're, it's the love story where they're meeting in the middle yeah. and they're both the same age, you know, and even at the end when she's like taking care of them, you know, I, I see myself being in a diaper at 80 with my wife taking care of me in much the same way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's approaching. <laughs> Thank God I picked the right one. She's wiping my ass. I'm 95 years old. I'm basically a little baby now. I've lived a whole life and still just an infant. Well, buddy, before I pass judgment, we are the Whiskey Reel Judgment Day. This is Salvation. You can reach out to us at 970-746. I forgot the fucking number. Two four six five three four four. I say it nine times a week, but yeah. yeah. Um, give us some feedback. We'd love to have some uh, interaction from you listeners. Hans, do you have anything that you want to plug? Do you have anything you want to bring up? Um, let's plug my business. Uh, if, you, if you want film or photography, hit me up. Alpha Collective here in Durango, Colorado. How do you spell that, buddy? It's A E L P H A. A E L P H A Collective. It's a little little tricky, but we yeah. wanted to be first in the Google listings, so that's why we mm-hmm. did that. And you guys are out there. You're on all the socials. And yeah, yeah. I don't love social media. That's my Achilles heel. I but know, I, you're I love out. photography. I love talking to people like you. Yeah. I love film creating film i love looking at film yeah um there's a lot of creative geniuses around us and sure i, I like being a part of it hopefully i can yeah. throw my hat in the ring you know i mean not in this room but no nah, no nah. <laughs> stale in here 
just, <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little perturbed. You're in it. Hans Christian Hollenbeck. That was fun, Bobby. Thank you. You, you started this podcast so strongly. You were bringing it. I know. I you were was. bringing it. I felt. I the loved fire. your answers. Oh God. You hit me with the worst movie of I all know. time. I, I saw it. The John, John Wick Terminator John 2. John Wick is the worst. <laughs> the combo. I'm fine with Terminator 2, but telling me and the looking, Lord. Looking you in the eye and saying John Wick. Yeah. Whew, I knew And it. saying John Wick. I'm sorry, buddy, but this time you have been found wanting. Yeah. I'm going so now I have to create a whole fucking third podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be called Inferno. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Judgment Day Inferno. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and we will have obviously bring you back. Maybe the ninth gate of hell with Bobby Noise or something yeah, like the that. The ninth configuration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I spent a little time in heaven, you know. My I'm glad you got to see it. I know. Yeah. I can hope you know what, retain buddy? that memory. Now you get I to see. Alive. Now you get to see how the other half lives. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for the experience, man. Absolutely, buddy. Anytime. Later. Later. This is another message for Bobbitt's Van Noise. This is your old buddy Satan again. I just got word that you are actually sending Hans my way. First of all, I want to say thank you. But holy cow, that was savage, man. You really draw the line at John Wick? <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing him soon. I have plans for that young man. Also, once again, man, I really hope you can reach out to me. I have some great ideas, and I've been studying your questions. I think I have a pretty good podcast voice.